to think about the nourishment that these meals provide, not just to fill your stomach, but the nourishment it gives people. It is a wonderful thing that our church does, and that is church. That is one thing that makes church church, is us pulling together and doing great things. And so that's what we're looking at. The sermon series that we're doing here at St. Matthew's for August and September, it's called St. Matthew's One-on-One, but it's looking at different parts of our faith and what we believe and what they are. And today, as you heard from the children's moment, which you could have just heard that and y'all could have snuck out and been good for the week because it was awesome, all right? But what we're looking at today is what is church. And so I like this scripture passage I think we have enough time to hear it one more time because it's real short. But it's coming from Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. So with the lenses of what is church, hear these words again. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. All came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles All who believed were together and had all things in common. They'd sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home, ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to the number those who were being saved. Wow. That's the early church. That is the early church right there. This passage was taking place after, if you read a little bit before it, after Apostle Peter gave his sermon on Pentecost. And everybody was speaking in tongues and the church was born. This is right after all of that, right here, how the early church functioned. And so the early church basically dedicated themselves to these core things. One, the apostles' teaching. And worship in the temple. The apostles' teaching is our New Testament. When we read the New Testament, we are reading from the apostles and their accounts and their experiences with Jesus Christ and how they interpreted things. The apostles' teachings is the New Testament. And so the early church believers were listening to the apostles and their teachings in the temple daily. They'd go to the temple and hear teachings. And they were filled with Scripture and filled with the Holy Spirit. But was that all to it? No. It wasn't just going to the temple and hearing teachings. What did they do? They went to their believers' homes. They went to the homes. They had meals together. They fellowshiped together. And for people of that day and age and of that culture, it was real important when you share a meal together, you're saying to one another, you're family. You're my brother and sister. You know, today our culture really warps meals to something that you get at a drive-thru and you eat in the car on the, to the next activity. I've been there. I do it all the time, okay? But our culture has a different viewpoint sometimes of meal and fellowship, where in that day and age, it was literally you go over to their home and you eat and you just hang out. It's like when, if y'all have got that family member you go to on the holidays and you know you, there's no set schedule, but you know you're going to go to grandma's house or your aunt and uncle's house or your parents' house. And you know the meal's like at 1 o'clock, but you got to get there early. And there's no end time. You go and you eat, but you still hang out afterwards. 
And then you pull the food back out and you eat again and all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's fellowshipping. That's sharing a meal, sharing time together. And so this is what these people did. They went into people's homes and they had community and fellowship in the homes. And it says they broke bread and prayed. Broke bread is take communion. They broke bread and they were remembering Christ in those moments. There was a religious peace to their gatherings as they broke bread together as believers. And then they prayed. And then the other piece of the early church was that there was many wondrous signs and acts that were done. Miracles were taking place amongst their midst. Good things were happening. They were taking care of one another, taking care of the needs of the community. This is church. This was church for them. This was something that they did together as a community of faith led by the Holy Spirit. This is church. And so when you think about church today, I liked how Robin asked, did any of y'all were told, hey, we've got to get ready for church, we're going to church. You know, growing up, we're told that a lot. We say that a lot. If you're an adult, we've got to go to church. Got to get to church. Got to go do this at church. You know, the thing that we did as kids was like, uh, I can't do it real well from up here probably, but you ever heard, that, you know, this is, this, this is the roof, here's the steeple, open the doors, and here are all the people, right, in the church. I always like to do it the other way. Plus, it's also easier to fold your hands this way, too. Here's the church, here's the steeple, open the doors. Where are all the people? Outside the church. You see, a lot of times we get into the mindset that Church is a destination that you leave from your home or wherever you are and you go to this destination called church. Like you put it in Google Maps, say, take me to church, and it drives you to a facility, you know, and that's church. But, you know, we have to think outside of that, that church is just not a facility. And we have been challenged to think differently since March of 2020, have we not? We've had to think differently about church. We had to think differently about how we go to work and how we do school and how we see friends and family amidst the pandemic. It's very challenging. There's no manual that says this is how you do it. No, we have to pray about it and think about it and do what we think is best. But we've had to think differently of what church has been since March of 2020. And it, for many of us, if not all of us, it's been so difficult, I bet, in part, because we either unknowingly thought that church was a destination. And that if we can't get to the physical structure of the church, then where's our faith? And that's been challenging for us to think it's outside of that. And it's more than just this facility that we call church. And so that's been really, really challenging. It's, it's almost so... You know, with grocery stores, I was thinking about this. You know, if a grocery store just closes up, like our favorite grocery store goes under construction and they redo the aisles, which they always do, and it's real frustrating when they do that. You're like, you know what, I'll just go to the other grocery store. I'll go to the one over there at Colony Crossing or the other one at Old Canton Road. You know, oh well. But with church, we have to think differently. You just can't sometimes up and go. You have to be like, what is church more than just a facility that you go and just get something from? But you see, and we see this with this passage of the early church, 
Church is a community of believers, a people with a relationship with Jesus Christ, living out that relationship together with other people that are also living out their relationship with Jesus Christ. And the glue in our time that holds it all together is the Holy Spirit, the one that was coming after Christ, that he said was even greater than he. It says in Scripture, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am there. It doesn't say you have to be at 7427 Old Canton Road, Mass, Mississippi 39110, and then I'll be there. You know, the Holy Spirit can connect us all, even if we have to go and worship from home for a season. And that's hard. But know that if we're all watching and we're all doing it together in some type of time constraint, then we're worshiping together. Or if we have to go out in the parking lot and sit in the car and listen to a sermon and music on an FM transmitter, we're doing it and gathered together. And the Holy Spirit is there. If we're on the front lawn, if we're having to do drive-through communion, the Spirit is there. We are having church. You know, in COVID, we had to get creative. We've had to do drive-through communions. We also had to do a lot of mail-outs to our congregation that don't have technology. I think at one point, we were mailing out over 300 pieces of mail weekly. And it had prayer lists and newsletters and personal things that we were trying to reach out. We were doing that weekly to keep the church connected because that's what it is we're a community of believers no matter what the situation is on zoom we all probably hate zoom at this point but even together on zoom as a church no matter what the situation is we are a church during that pandemic we're still church because church is bigger than a facility it is bigger than just a building It is when we worship together. It's when we fellowship together. It's when we break bread together. We can all be praying and praying in different spots. But as we're praying, you are a church. The church is not just a building. But as we all know, the church is you and me. And what we do together as we live out our relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, the thing about church and the thing about what we're going through right now, I think it's one of the more important things that we all have to focus on is that even today, even this past week, there's been so many challenges that we have seen and that are coming our way. You know, last week we watched the news and hear about the loss of life in Afghanistan and those that want to get out but can't get out. We watch the news and see the horrible things that are happening at the hospitals. We know a lot of friends and family who are sick. And that's a challenge. Each week, schools, will they stay open or will they have to shut down? And parents sitting there thinking, is this the week that I have to scramble for child care? And I've been scrambling for child care for a year and a half. I don't know how much more I can keep scrambling for child care. Is my business going to make it? And on top of all of that, you still have Mother Nature. That as we sit here, is churning away on the Louisiana-Mississippi coast. And so all of this weighs heavy on all of us. And so what is the church in these moments? 
what can the church do in these moments? And that's where I think today, and it's been real heavy on my heart, and I know it's been real heavy on all your hearts, of all the things that are going on that seem out of our control. But we do have something that we can do. And it is something that I wanted us today as we're together as the body of Christ, as the church, no matter where we are. And I hope this is something that you'll do this week and will as a church continue to do this week. But I think as we end, we end in prayer. Because that's what the early church did. But today we end in honest and direct prayer for all of these challenges. Because they are impacting people that we know and love. They're impacting people that we may not know and love, but we feel drawn to. And so today, I think it's appropriate as we learn and take a look at what church is, and that we learn that church is more than just coming to church on Sunday mornings. It's so much more than that. It's rise against hunger. It's service. It is prayer. It is fellowship. It is things that you can do outside the walls of this church. And so I think it's appropriate as we end today that we end it in prayer together. So at this time, would you please join me as we pray?